Kiss My Souls INC. And we also have Haiku. They are a 100% vegan and gluten free edibles company. They have a lot of treats and, you know, CBD bath bombs and stuff like that, and cake pops and desserts that leave you feeling uh, nice and festive and toasty and warm inside. Go check them out. Their IG is levels.of.ambrosia. This is Last Call. My name is Grizz, and I'm here alongside my co-host. Dylan Roberts. And this is the last call of 20 mother <laughs> 20. Hallelujah. Woo! <laughs> we made it. We made it. I don't know how. We made it. <laughs> What a year, man. 2020, you bitch. <laughs> and we, like, it just feels like such a long year. Like, you look at the stuff that happened in the beginning of the year, and that feels like 10 years ago. You right? Know? Like, it has been, um, it's been, it's been a movie. This year has been, like, every yeah. movie I've ever seen. About, like, end of days type <laughs> stuff. <Yeah. laughs> like, chicken little, the sky is falling. Um, there's a pandemic going on. Hate crimes are at all-time high. Yeah. And people just don't know how to love each other. And this uh, COVID-19 crap. Everybody's locked inside their house. We all hiding out. We can't even celebrate Christmas. We're all in our house like Anne Frank. <laughs> just <Wow>. hiding. <laughs> just just hiding. Hoping that our neighbors will snitch on us. Yeah. Like, I heard there was a lot of that. <laughs> uh, you know, shout out to Anne Frank. <laughs> I mean no disrespect. I'm being completely... Honest and, and humble right now. Like, yeah. Just, we've, I've been locked up in the house for like nine months, man. It's been crazy. I'm going nuts. Yeah. Understandably so. <laughs> um, so, like, we're not doing a weekly review, but we're going to do a yearly review. A yearly review. Kind yeah. of. Um, we're just going to talk about, you know, how this year started, where things started to go wrong, <laughs> and uh, where we're at. Yeah. How did the year start off for you? I think that, you know, everybody, 2019, it was three, two, one, happy new year. Right. We were all like optimistic. It oh, lit. it's the new decade. Yeah. It's, 
you know, 2020 is going to be this awesome year. Well, boy, mm-hmm. were we in for a surprise. But, you know, I think it all, the first big memory I have of 2020 was, unfortunately, when Kobe passed. Right. That was, like, end of January. That it was, was. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's before the, it's before everything started going to hell. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Wow, a lot, that seems like not that far ago, but I mean, a lot's happened since then. A lot has happened, yes. Okay, and? And then, you know, I think <clears throat> February, Pop Smoke passed away, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And then, you know, the, we were all just, we had no clue. I, I remember, I remember you sending me a video of something about the coronavirus and it was like, uh, some guy like spitting in a puddle and a, a car like drove past and all these people got covered and it was like, oh no, COVID. But we, <laughs> yeah. you know, we were joking about it because we didn't think yeah. like this is going to become a worldwide thing. I think I was in Mexico when I said Yeah, <laughs> you were. You know, like we were all just living our normal lives. We, we had no idea in about a month or two, our world was going to be flipped entirely right. upside down. Yeah, like, I remember, like, I was at, uh, where was I? I was DJing at, um, you were doing a spot? You were doing Thrift Shop. Yeah, Thrift Shop. Shout out Thrift Shop. Yeah. I was DJing at Thrift Shop. I remember we did, uh, New Year's Eve there, and I was doing my thing there for a few months, and, and I was like, I'm gonna go on vacation. Yeah. So me and my girl went on vacation, because it's like a friend of, some friends of ours were getting married out in Mexico. And uh, we went, we had a great time, had a blast, you know, on the way back, you know, people were talking about COVID this and COVID that, and we weren't really taking anything too seriously, yeah. and I can't, I caught something when I was there, I actually ended up, like, going to a hospital in Mexico, because I had some kind of flu or whatever, and when I got back, it was, like, really, really bad, I, and I ended up in the hospital with, like, influenza A, and pneumonia, and all that stuff, and while I'm in hospital, things just started seeming to get, like, really, really bad. This is, like, by the end of, I want to say February yeah. into March. Yeah. And then everybody stopped. Everything was COVID this and COVID that and COVID. And I remember the nurses, they weren't, like, really doing their uh, runs as they usually were. Oh. And, um, like, they wouldn't come into the rooms because of, like, you know, unless they were, like, all gowned up. Right. And, like, things just started to get, like, really, really serious. The doctors started wearing masks and stuff. And then everything was, like, COVID-19 just, like, blew up in everyone's face. And then we had our first lockdown, like, end of March. Yeah, the moment that sticks out to me was march 11th that was the day the nba shut her down right and that was i think the day where everybody went oh whoa like, yeah like, this, this is, is real. real this is serious we might not get out of this one for a while and i mean up until recently with the you know vaccines and stuff which we'll get to in a bit we didn't really know how long this was gonna last you know so well, i mean i'm you say vaccine all you want. <laughs> right. Like, we're still in it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, so then March, that happened, and things started shutting down, and the club started shutting down, and we all just thought, you know, okay, well, it's going to be a couple weeks. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I'm still sitting here. <laughs> Ain't doing nothing. 
it's been months and just months of just um, social distancing and close calls and getting tests because you may have come in contact with somebody who possibly was a close close contact of somebody else who has COVID and yeah. it's just been a roller coaster ride. Like it, even this Christmas was super weird because we couldn't see our families like we usually do. Yeah, it was a strange one. And um, it's just been it's been a weird weird year, but it's just been like like literally just been in my apartment. Just <laughs> you know, it's been like even we took a break from the podcast. I got really really sick um, from sickle cell um, complications, and so I needed a break. And then it was hard though because like we couldn't I couldn't go to the hospital and get treated because. It's not safe for me to go to the hospital yeah. and get treated because of my pre-existing condition. So I had to deal with everything out here at home. And dealing with that and then, you know, you can't really go anywhere. And it's just been a roller coaster ride. And I, people dealing with, like, you know, their mental health issues and the time of year and everybody's emotional. And it's just been insane, like... Insane, yeah, that doesn't even describe it. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, what's the what's another word for it? And Cause... we're still here. Yeah. And we just had Christmas, which wasn't really Christmas, because, <clears throat> I mean, if you're lucky enough to have close people to you where you live, in your home, um, you're one of the lucky ones. Yeah. But unfortunately, a lot of people weren't. But a lot of people weren't like that. And yeah. a lot of people were by themselves for for the holidays. And it's just been wild. And all the misinformation out there. And, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm still in disbelief of everything that's happening. And I don't... Yeah, now you mentioned the vaccine. And I remember there was a nurse who took the vaccine or whatever, and they showed it up. They plastered it all over social media. Here, see, it's safe, blah, blah, blah. Right. She died like three days later. Whoa, I did not see that. Yeah. That was a, the nurse that fainted after oh. she got the needle. Wow, I had seen that she didn't like needles, and that was why she had passed out at the scene there, but I didn't. Yeah, you know, she like died like a week later. Whoa. She's dead. Right? Whoa. It's, it, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> and I just think it's really weird that, you know, things like cancer and other diseases and all these uh, big fundraisers that we've had for these illnesses and raise all these m- amounts of money and there's been no cure for anything like that. But all of a sudden, for this brand new virus... That's just out of nowhere. All of a sudden, nine months later, there's a vaccine for it. Yeah, it's... Unfortunately, money rules the world, you know? (coughs) And, you know, obviously, cancer and those other diseases affect pretty much everybody, you know? And, And like you said, where is all... Where is all my money that I'm donating with all these fundraisers... All over, all over the world, they do fundraisers yearly, you know? And where's that? Mm-hmm. Why is there no cure? I mean, there probably is, but 
the, the government doesn't want you to have that, unfortunately. And, yeah, it does make you scratch your head, like, this, va- this vaccine just came out of nowhere. I mean, I know a lot of people were working on it and such, but it is, yeah, it's, it, it's hard to know what to think. It really is. Yeah, it's hard to know what's safe and hard, hard to know what to believe and really, like, what route to take. Yeah. I don't think I'll be uh, taking any kind of vaccine anytime soon. Yeah. Just me personally. Right. I mean, to each their own. Of course. You mean, do you do what you gotta do. But uh, I'll be here in my home, guys. <laughs> if you're looking for me. <laughs> um, I don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> Not until things uh, get significantly better. Yeah. But yeah, it's been a wild and crazy year. And I just don't know what to make of it. It's just... It's been a wild ride. And, you know, now we're, we got 2021 20, to look forward to, but... I mean, what really do we have to look forward to? I feel like it's going to be more of the same. Right. I mean, I'm glad sports are back, kind of. Yeah, that, you don't (laughs) realize, you know, you don't realize until they're gone how much of a escape they are. Right. You know, like, those months we had where there was no sports, period, it was like, okay, now, so what, what do we... We can't watch... TV shows aren't even in production. Right. There's no sports. So what? We just watch the news and just drive ourselves into this anxiety bubble because of the COVID and, you right. know, it was... Ugh. Terrifying. There's a lot of fear-mongering going on. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about everything, but the world is a scary place right now and uh, I'll be under my blanket. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good place, man. <laughs> you won't do any harm where, there. Where it's safe and warm. <laughs> Anyways, that's uh that's our yearly review. Wasn't a good one, but uh <laughs> it hasn't been a good year. <laughs> yeah, I think for the year that we had, that was a pretty good one. We we touched a lot of bases, you know. <laughs> Anyways, uh up next we have Dope Finds. Alright, this week's Dope Find is a woman a day yeg you can find them on instagram uh they are a platform that celebrates a woman from edmonton every day their their goal is just to you know bring people together and uplift people and just give show some love to to women that are you know doing good things in the community and i think that's really awesome that's awesome i heard about this one on the radio actually um and I think it's I think it's dope that Edmund, someone in Edmonton is doing something to you know not only enlighten the community about others but in a respectful manner and it's something that is empowering to women. Yeah. You know, and it just you know I think it's a step in the right direction. Totally agree with you there, man. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah. So, make sure you check it out. What's it again? It is a woman a day, Y-E-G. All one word on Instagram. You can find them. Dope. All right. Up next, we have, if you don't know, now you know. Did you know that Pringles aren't actually potato chips? You're lying. I'm not lying. What, what are they then? 
They're not potato chips. What? Because potato chips are like, you know, thinly cut pieces right. of potato. Pringles are potato flakes that are compressed into their shape. Oh. So it's not actually a chip. It's more like a crisp. Okay. Right? And like the pe- like the potato chip people were so mad <laughs> that Pringles wanted to call themselves chips that Pringles had to change their name from chips to crisp. If you look on a, on a Pringles can, yeah. you won't see the word chip anywhere. My whole life has been a lie. And if you don't know, now you know. Up next, we have DJ Life. All right, this week in DJ Life, we are going to be discussing mentoring other DJs. I think that's super important. I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had my my uh, DJ career if it wasn't for you mentoring <laughs> me. You know, it's. I think it's super, super important. I think it's really important for uh, DJs to mentor other DJs, and there's a lot. Unfortunately, there's a lot of DJs out there that don't feel the same way. There's a lot of DJs out there that just want to, you know, for lack of a better word, are selfish and just want to keep their craft to themselves, I guess. Um, I was very lucky and grateful. I mean, my brother's, like, growing up, my dad was a DJ. My brothers were DJs. So I always, you know, had a hand in it. And, and I didn't really start taking it seriously until I was in my teens. And then when I moved out here to Edmonton, I was lucky enough to, um, I was lucky enough to find myself in contact with two amazing, well-known DJs that go by the name DJ Chad Cook and DJ Loki. And they took me under their wing at the time. Yeah. This would have been back in 2007. Oh, wow. And they showed me the ropes of the industry around here. And it was just, you know, from there on, I would not I would not be DJ Grizz. I would not have my career mm-hmm. um, if it was not for, for gems like them. Right. You know, and they were very open and honest and just willing to work with me and, and, and teach me and you know, share, share their wealth of knowledge. And it's kept me humble and I'm, I'm very grateful to them for, for bringing me in the way they did. So I think it's very important for DJs to mentor other DJs, especially the young ones who are up and coming. Instead of ridiculing them or making fun of them, why not help them out and show them the right way and bring them up make them better? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, very well said, man. I think... I think it go, you know, a lot of people look at it, like you mentioned earlier, with people not wanting to, you know, give up their skills and all that, you know, keep it to themselves. But I also think it, it, it is, uh, it's not just important that you, you mentor them about DJ skills and this and that. I think it's a character thing. Like you said, those guys kept you humble throughout your, your entire career. And I think that a lot of people come into this industry thinking they might, you know, know the ins and outs of it and they just they don't i was a i was a young naive kid once you need to be you know told this is how things get done in this industry and just give a little bit of guidance you know right yeah i think that's yeah if if you uh 
If you're in the position to help other people out, I think you should, always. Absolutely. Each one teach one. It's a good way to live. Up next, we have ultimatums. I don't know if this is an ultimatum, but... If you could redo 2020, would you? If yes, what would you change? I don't think I would. I mean, like... If it were, you know, if it were an option to get rid of COVID, yes, <laughs> then yes. But, you know, just to redo it, I don't think I would. I, I learned a lot about myself and uh, just the world this year, you know. it's It was a great yeah. year to reflect and, you know, you don't got anything else to do, so you may as well work on yourself, you know. Yeah. No, I, I don't think I would change anything. I don't think I'd go back and redo it. First of all, I had a blast in Mexico. I had the best time <laughs> of my life. I would, I, I can't wait to go back. Um, shout out travel gurus. You guys are awesome. Um, <laughs> I had a great time. And I feel like 2020 really showed people's true colors. Absolutely. Not just um, like on friends, you know, checking in on each other, stuff like that. But on a world platform um, of race and creed and how we treat each other as human beings. A lot of people showed who they really are, and I, I think that's a good thing. I think it's good to know where you stand um, and it's, as a civilization, and I think COVID taught us a lot of things about ourselves, and I think there's a lot more lessons to be learned. Wow. Yeah. Everybody definitely picked a side. You're on one side or you're on the other. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and that, like you said, that is definitely a very good thing. Definitely. Well, up next we have question of the week. Riddle me right. this. week's question comes from my girl Laura. You can find her on Instagram at DJ underscore Seaglass. <laughs> What's up, Laura? And she asks, would you change anything about your DJ career? Not a thing. I've had a blast. I have had... A, I, <laughs> I'm not going to get into too many details here. But I've had a great career. I wouldn't change a damn thing about it. I've had so much fun. I've got to do so many different shows. A lot of different gigs. I've got to meet some well-known people. And, you know, I've had a lot of fun. I mean, maybe I would have drank a little less. (laughs) (laughs) Minor. Minor You know, know, other than that, you know, there's not a thing I would change about it. Well, I'm gonna be a Debbie Downer here, and uh, yeah, I would, I would, I would change a lot. Uh, I, don't get me wrong; I had a lot of good times, a lot of good memories. Uh, taught me a lot, but yeah, especially in the early, early goings on, early years, I would have moved a, moved a different way and uh, valued some relationships a little bit higher than I did. And so, yeah, that I, I would, but. Uh, that's just me. Yeah. Everybody has different experiences, man. It's all good. All right, up next we have Dope DJ of the Week. Dope DJ of the Week is from Toronto, and his name is Ryan Shepard. T-Dot. You can find him on Instagram, at Ryan Shepard. And he, uh, during the pandemic, he started a streaming series every Sunday. It's called Hello Sunday. And they actually, he uh, raises money 
two, four different uh, bars and nightclubs and small businesses that have been affected throughout the pandemic. Okay. Just really helping out. And it's not, you know, it's a vast... Everybody has been affected by this pandemic, unfortunately, and he is helping everybody. So that is great to see. Very that's great awesome. To see. Shout out DJ Ryan Shepard. That's uh, that's huge. I mean, like like we always say, we love to see DJs who are utilizing their platform to do things to give back to their communities. Um, if you know a DJ who's doing something like this or you know anything um, similar, um, let us know. Send us a DM. Last call, PC. At Instagram. That's slide into our DMs and let us know. Up next, we have Diary of a Mad DJ. Oh, boy. Okay. Bar managers that breathe down your neck to play a certain way. Um, one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah. I mean, if you don't like the way I play, why did you hire me? Exactly. You knew who I was coming in the door. You know, and um, yeah, I, you know, as a DJ, you have to learn to be versatile and, you know, you gotta, you can't just play what you want to hear. You know, you have right. to be fair and play different genres and things like that. But if the bar manager is continually down your throat about playing a certain style that you're not comfortable with or that's just not who you are, then tell him to find a DJ who fits the bill. Yeah. Like, you know, you know who you who you you're hiring before. You know, so like get off my back. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, man. I think there's uh, you know, there's a sense of entitlement, like they run the place, so they should be able to dictate all the goings on. I hate that. You know, to an extent, like you said, if you know who you're booking, you should know that if you're a booking guy that plays, you know, mostly top 40 and hip hop and this and that, he might not have a lot of country or he might not have a lot of rock, you know, Facts. and you can't, exp unless that has been something that has been pre-discussed beforehand, you can't expect people to just drop and change their com style completely for you because that's what works for you and what works for the bar. It doesn't work like that. Exactly. I'm not downloading songs while I'm DJing. Yeah, no. No, that's... Get out of here. Toss me some out. extra coin and maybe, but yeah. That, exactly. Time, no. <laughs> Just out of the goodness of my heart, sorry. Not if happening. the money's right, then yeah, for sure. <laughs> but if not, then sorry, bud. You're out of luck. Yeah. Anyways, up next we have Make DJing Fun Again. Alright, talking about not worrying about likes and followers on social media. You know, I think it's, I think it's important to just post what you want to post and the people will come. They'll, if people support you, they will, they will come and they will engage with you and that is how you can build your fan base. Don't worry about... This, this starting off and how many likes you have and followers because at the end of the day that stuff doesn't matter yeah I mean <clears throat> I'd say just be yourself don't be a clout chaser yeah don't be you know don't try and change who you are just for the likes and the comments and all that just be yourself and people are gonna like you for who you are and if they don't well you know I mean just be yourself and just be true to you and the right people will come along and your fan base will come along and grow 
when it's supposed to and how it's supposed to. I wouldn't worry about too much else. Yeah. Just let it be. Yeah, let it be, let it be. Be yourself. <laughs> be yourself. Be yourself. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> the final note. This is the last call of 2020. Goodbye, good riddance. Thank y'all for <laughs> thank y'all for rocking with us. Goodbye and farewell and good riddance to 2020. I've had enough of you. <laughs> As for 2021, please be better. <laughs> yeah. Please just be just be a little better. I'm not asking for much. But um, honestly, guys, thanks for rocking with us. Thank you for listening. We see the numbers. We see the comments. We see the likes. Um, we see the DMs and the messages. Thank you for the words of encouragement. Um, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And until next year, God bless.